the History of the World podcast, written and presented by Chris Hasler. This is the History of the World podcast, unscripted. Welcome to the History of the World podcast, Unscripted, with me, Chris Hasler. And uh, thank you so much for being patient with me. I did expect to uh, release this episode last week. Um, Unfortunately, I ran out of time. I didn't get time to post the episode. Uh, So um, I've given you one this week. And there will be another episode at the same time uh, tomorrow as well. So... Uh, a couple of unscripted episodes back to back just to make up for the lack of one last week. Um, the reason why we're doing unscripted episodes at this moment in time is because I'm taking a break from writing and recording, just a brief one, uh, just because uh, mainly because I've got quite a busy month this month. Um, otherwise, um, with things outside of the podcast, if you like. So, um, But um, it's nice to be back and... Um, I would like to tell you about something that I did last month, um, which was um, a visit to the podcast show. And um, I will tell you about that just briefly before I go into that. I just want to tell you, like, I I did actually um, go away. I I went um, from the UK over to the USA. And uh, as I was passing through Duty Free, funnily enough, I, I often look for a book that I can read on the airplane. And uh, the one that I did, uh, the one that caught my attention uh, was uh, the book The Norman Conquest by Mark Morris. And I thought the the absolute strangeness of it being that, um, you know, I probably should have bought this book before I recorded the Battle of Hastings episode. Uh, but subsequently... Um, I bought it afterwards just because it, it appealed to me as something that I would quite like to read, um, especially with um, uh, some background knowledge of it. Also, I wrote about the Norman Conquest a few years ago as well, so um, so I find myself keep revisiting that episode in English history. So, But I would recommend that book. If you like uh, the story of the Norman Conquest, uh, what I have read of it, I haven't read the whole thing, but what I have read of it is a very comprehensive guide to um, all of the different um, elements at play during the Norman Conquest and and it really does sort of explore the nature of the sources that we have available so it's a really really good and interesting read so I recommend that it's by the British historian Mark Morris the Norman Conquest um, I think maybe published by Penguin Books if I'm not mistaken anyway um, I don't want to go rambling on too much uh, this week um, I did promise to tell you about the podcast show, uh, which took place um, in May 
um, of this year at the Business Design Centre in Islington in London. Um, and I went along there and I, was, I didn't really didn't know what to expect, uh, whether it was going to be something that um, I would be in any way sort of beneficial, um, or it was going to be in any way beneficial to me or the podcast or, or whatever. And um, I, it was actually quite good. There was a number of uh, speakers there. And it's certainly one, th- one thing it made me realise is how isolated we all are as podcasters. We don't really network too much if we're like sort of little independent projects like mine um i only really know what i hear um from others um from the the comfort of my own home but i don't really understand the podcasting industry too well because i I don't really get to meet anyone i don't network and i don't talk to people from within the industry so um, that was the one thing that I really, the biggest thing that I took away from my visit to the podcast show is just in how much of a, a thriving industry podcasting is and um, just really how much support is out there. How we, It's like almost like we're a, a bit of a family of, uh, of of this new industry that's popped up out of nowhere, this podcasting industry. And, and it seems like there's a lot of community and a lot of protectiveness about the whole industry. Uh, from within and it's probably shared uh, to a large degree by our listeners as well so you're sort of all part of this podcasting community as the people who have embraced this new branch of uh, media and uh, who uh, support and promote it through listening to it through making donations to it through sharing um, the the stuff that we produce with with other people um, so it really did give me a great sense of warmth, um, the fact that we are all in this journey through uh, podcasting together, uh, whether we be producers or listeners. Um, I One thing I, I, I must tackle, and I think out of uh, due respect for the people who do listen to and who support the podcast, um, it's almost like that elephant in the room um, when it comes to podcasts and, and independent podcasters and when their podcast is successful, like mine is becoming, uh, it's not uh, a podcast certainly that I can live off the profits of, but it's certainly, um, you know, what I would call quite a fruitful sideline. And um, it's, there comes a point really where the podcast start, stops being a hobby and starts being um, something quite um, serious in your personal life when it comes to to me and um, the question always arises from the listener's perspective is um, will we ever give in to that demon of advertising um, and running adverts in our podcasts and I think um, a lot of the time it it does almost become um, somewhat of an inevitability when you think about um how much time and effort is devoted to the podcast in order to sustain it for any great length of time um i it's it's something that is sort of unavoidable not just because of the uh, the temptation in in terms of monetizing the project but also the fact that people do approach me and have approached me about advertising on the podcast and 
um, the one thing that I, I've been is very selective about um, the types of deals that I'm willing to do with potential advertisers uh, to the point where I've actually run no adverts unless they've been free adverts for other podcasts. And that's because um, there, there sort of exists this um, this theory in the marketplace where advertisers feel like they know everything about advertising and independent podcasters know nothing. And this was sort of validated to me while I was at the podcast show by others that I spoke to. And, and, and I freely admitted that um, companies had approached me um, asking me for airtime uh, in order to for me to advertise their podcast, um, sorry, not their podcast, but their products, I should say. And um, I had um, entered into discussions with them and in certainly in one or two cases I had broken off the agreement because I, I it didn't suit me and I, and, I, and I spoke to somebody at the podcast show who was quite uh, well connected in this in this sort of branch of monetization for podcasts and and she congratulated me on being that way because it does seem that there is a, a there is um you know a theory that po- that advertisers try and bully their way into podcasters airtime and um she said thank you because you're actually standing up for 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 all podcasters by doing that and and putting these advertisers in their place so uh my promise to you is that if I do um, give in to that to that demon of advertising, I will make sure that I'm very sensible and that I, it won't be overkill. I, I've heard, I've listened to some podcasts that are just riddled with adverts, and it's almost you almost feel like fifty percent of of the podcast is advertising. The history of the world podcast will never ever be. Uh, be that way um, at the very sort of you know at the very least you you might hear one two or three adverts run during episodes and and they, and they would be very well spread out and hopefully would not ruin the integrity of the podcast itself but um, anyway uh, apart from that it was very interesting to discuss um, with uh, people from Patreon as well about how uh, rewards can be offered to people who do make donations and I'm considering that quite seriously as well that people who do make monthly contributions to the podcast should get some kind of um, reward for for their commitment uh, something exclusive so maybe that's something I can look at um, in the near future um, and uh, also um, it was a great uh, it was a great opportunity to meet other people, and, and one of the people who I did meet was uh, a man called uh, Thomas, um, who um, who runs a, a podcast, who actually narrates a podcast, involved in a podcast called Get Sleepy, and uh, it, it was quite strange actually because I, I said to him that how many messages I've received over the over the many months that I've been doing this podcast from people who have said to me um I love to listen to your podcast at bedtime because it helps me to fall asleep 
And uh, I often make a bit of a joke about that, about how boring my podcasts must be in order to do that. But the the reality is that podcasts can be quite uh, a comfortable way of dozing off and and getting off to sleep and and clearing your mind from all the anxiety that you may feel at bedtime. And uh, and, um, so if you you know if you do have that that struggle then i would certainly recommend you investigate this podcast uh it was uh thomas jones is the gentleman who i met and um there's a website and it's called the get sleepy podcast and uh thomas is the host and and if you go to the um if you go to the website um it's getsleepy.com you can actually um, listen to a bit of an introduction and, um, you know, see if it's for you. It might just be the kind of thing you need if you have trouble getting to sleep of an evening. You you know, you don't want to listen to me talking about episodes that you've already listened to. Maybe this could be uh, a great place to explore stories that will help you to sleep. So, um, so that's one good thing that I was able to do was... Um, say to Tom look I'm happy to uh, push your push your podcast on on my podcast so um, anyway so that was my visit to the uh, to the podcast show Um, as I said previously um, I did uh, fly to the USA um, and um, I left the UK I think I think it was on the 3rd of June Um, no sooner had I arrived than I was hit with some really shocking news and um a lot of you will be aware of this already um i was um i learned that a very very good friend of the podcast who i've mentioned numerous times nick barksdale um had passed away and he it was it, it was a real shock to hear this because nick was a young man he was only 30 years of age he was just shy of his 31st birthday um we all knew that he'd been very ill um and he'd been hospitalized for a number of months um certainly i i hoped that he would come out of come out the other side um but sadly um he didn't make it and um many of you who follow the History of the World podcast on social media will be aware of this. Um, Nick was, um, he was a, he was an incredibly good friend of the History of the World podcast. And he approached, the, the relationship between myself and Nick began when Nick approached me um, while I was recording volume two. Um, and he was so enthusiastic about my work and he wanted to um he wanted to take my audio and uh put videos behind it and turn them into youtube videos and they, these videos are, are still viewable now but um at the time i was quite skeptical about it because i thought well you know what's he trying to do is he trying to plagiarize my work or or whatever so um but nick was such a gentleman he was so gracious and and understanding and you know when I said to him look you know these are my reservations about it um and uh, we sort of negotiated what we thought was a fair arrangement and uh 
he was he was he was an absolute gentleman throughout the whole thing, um, and um, you know he became an incredibly good friend, and and he made contributions to the podcast as a as a means to say thank you for the support that I gave to his channel by donating my work to him, and uh, in turn I'm sure that with his massive following on his YouTube channel, the study of antiquity in the Middle Ages. He has um, he has sent a number of listeners um, to me um, in the process, and all of the financial contributions that Nick um, willingly made to the podcast. Not on, and I, and I hasten to add, he didn't requ- I didn't request anything from him uh, because I, I only saw my relationship with him and his channel to be beneficial. Um, but all of those donations um, he gave willingly and voluntarily, um, all of them I've now given back to him and his family uh, because that's where it, that's where it should be. Um, this podcast uh, will survive, and and unfortunately Nick Nick hasn't, and uh, and I and I'm sure you'll join me in in wanting to um, offer condolences and support to his family. He's got a wife. Morgan, two very young daughters. Um, I suppose the only thing I can say that gives me any kind of comfort in looking at what has happened um, is that his daughters will grow up and be told by many, many people what an absolute gentleman and um, an, a history enthusiast that their father, Nick, was and... Um, you know his enthusiasm for history was just infectious. He loved it. He he just didn't stop collecting books. Um, he was an absolute um, history enthusiast, he, he, like of of a huge scale. And um, his passion for his channel, the study of antiquity in the Middle Ages, has garnered many thousands of followers and listeners and uh, and viewers and. Um, it's a huge loss. It's a huge, huge loss. I can't tell you how um, how hard it is to put it into words, uh, what a loss it is um, for someone to go so young uh, with all of that enthusiasm and, you know, to think of all the things that he could have created in his lifetime that would have enhanced um, the information age uh, when it comes to history. Um you know, it's it's a sad, sad loss, and and um, I'd like to um, express my thanks to uh, Nick, even though he's not here to hear them now. Um, you know, I'd like to express my thanks to him for all of his support, enthusiasm for the History of the World podcast, and um, you know, the legacy of his work and his support still remains. And uh, I've posted links on my. Uh, pages so that you can actually even watch his funeral service um you can post condolences into the funeral guest book and you can even make donations to his family to support his family at this very difficult time so um i'll wrap that up there nick barksdale thank you for everything you've done for the history of the world podcast you will be sorely sorely missed anyway Um, that's all I'm going to say for this week. Thank you so much for listening and uh, I'll be back again in 24 hours. So um, until then, be good. The History of the World podcast. 
written and presented by Chris Hasler. Please consider making a financial contribution by going to the historyoftheworldpodcast.com website and clicking on the Patreon link. Email the show at historyoftheworldpodcast at mail.com And don't forget to join our social media at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Tumblr. See you next time.